killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Welcome to another episode of Decoding the Crime Verse right here on Active FM. I'm Nolzi Lee. And I am Danny. And this week, we're yes, in the house of Gucci. Yes. The, <laughs> I'm hoping you people know who Gu- what Gucci is because... I think they know what Gucci is, but they might not know about the story behind Listen, it. Listen, I didn't know about the story behind it. Until I saw the movie trailer, the, the movie that's coming out. Yes, it looks so good. It looks, with Adam Driver and Lady Gaga, it looks so good. I was, she literally ah. said she does not want to meet Patricia because she doesn't want to collude with her. I she, was like, what? Yeah, Lady Gaga also said she doesn't um, doesn't agree with the glorification of murder. <laughs> like, but she acted in the movie, sorry. Her <laughs> accent, though, is so good. Like, no, I want to watch it. Yeah. But yes, so apparently there was a whole murder in the house of Gucci, if you did not know. Yes. Um, and that's what we are talking about talking today. About today. <laughs> today, we will look at the murder involving greed, revenge, and of course, fashion. Yay! Maurizio Gucci was an Italian businessman and the one-time head of the Gucci fashion house. He was the grandson of the company's founder... Guccio, Gucci, Guccio, Gucci. Like his parents. Can Sorry, we just wait. address? Sorry, what? I know it's generations like down, but like Guccio, Gucci. Guccio, Gucci. What is this now? So when they were thinking of his name, they're like, how about we just add O? Guccio, Gucci. <laughs> that would be Enslino. <laughs> Enslin. <laughs> yes. Hi, Enslino, Enslin. Yeah, let's not, let's not, <laughs> let, that's not sticking. Okay. okay. <laughs> On the 27th of March, 1995, he was shot dead at age 46 by Hitman Hired. But here's the kicker. The Hitman was hired by his ex-wife, Patricia Gucci. <gasps> Scandal. Hectic. <clears throat> Imagine hiring someone to shoot your husband. I think, like, I think, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to defend this lady. There's no defend fury her. like there's no fury like a, a a woman scorned or something like that is the saying some right? Help there's no fury like a woman scorned something you know what I just remember but always learning yeah, about what were you um, doing? You know, Femi Fatal, like the danger of a woman. Yeah. Um we used to do, learn about that at school. Yeah. Um this woman that's, right yeah. That's the woman that we're talking about. <laughs> right yeah. Patricia. Yeah, what were you doing? Okay, so we're gonna give you a little background into the house of Gucci and then we'll get into the actual murder because it's quite a Yes, it's a story and a half. Mm-hmm. So obviously today Gucci's known as the luxurious brand. Um did you know it's one of the most rick what is the English <laughs> that is happening there? Recognizable <laughs> logos in the world. Okay. Yeah. And Maurizio was born on September sixteenth, nineteen forty eight. Yeah. Okay, and he was the son of Rodolfo Gucci, who was the son of Guccio Gucci. Okay, and he was the founder of the fashion house which started in nineteen twenty one. Okay, and it started out as a luggage manufacturer of luxury goods for Italian upper class. Okay, during the Second World War, the label introduced its iconic double G logo and it later introduced its jewelry line. I, I'm i like... I've never been to a, Gu- a Gucci store actually in Santon. I've passed one. I've passed it. I've never been inside. That's all. 
Because I look at it and I'm like, I'm not no. going to do that to myself. <laughs> okay. After the death of Guccio, the control of the brand was passed down to his three sons, Aldo, Vasco, and Rodolfo. Okay. So they were now sharing yeah. the company. Okay. Um, and obviously, Rodolfo then had Maurizio, who was an only child. His mother passed away when he was five years old, and he was described as a very isolated child. Okay, at the age fifteen, he started working in the package room of the family business. Um, obviously, then that's how he got involved in yeah. the, the fashion house. Okay, and in his early twenties, he fell in love with Patrizia. Yay! And the it's t- so sweet. The two of them met, and shortly after, they got engaged. Oh, okay. My gosh, I got. Oh, my word. (laughs) And in October 1972, they got married despite the disapproval of his father. Dun, dun, dun. Listen, guys, your parents know what they're talking about. Okay. Rodolfo believed that Patrizia was only after his money and the Gucci last name. Although... That's not fair, though. Sorry, okay, Patrizia, you can see me and you... No, like... this woman... To reason. Okay, guys, when Nolene's she- future husband <laughs> ends up dead, you know why. <laughs> no, can I please just like, can I please just defend myself now? Because now I'm defending Sorry, myself against you. Listen, what I'm trying to say is it's not fair to make judgment on the fact that she only, do you understand? Because like she loved him so much that she killed him. Okay, we'll get to her motives later. Thank but you. We'll see. Okay. Um, Things got worse between Maurizio and Rodolfo after that, and he even tried to have Maurizio removed from the family business, but Patrizia convinced her husband to make amends with his father. Okay. Okay, yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay. After getting back on the father's good side, the couple had their two daughters. Okay. And then after the death of Rodolfo in 1983, Maurizio took his place in the fashion house and named his wife Chief Advisor. Okay. He shook the family business when he decided he wanted full control of Gucci. So he didn't want to share it with his uncle's heirs. He wanted all control. Okay. During this time, however, the brand was losing prestige due to their life licensing deal okay um things that were just you know you know not companies have their ups and downs yeah and this just happened to be during its down period because um there were other the rise of other italian fashion houses like versace Oops. and um versace and prada okay so now you see now you've got competition yeah okay um and he believed the only way he could solve this is if he got full control of the company and just sort everything else else and that's when he became the official chairman of gucci however this is when the problems in the marriage started you know they say you can't always have a happy life in every every area if that makes sense no you can look at patrizia I'm sorry, like, I'm not even just, like, this lady's out of jail, she's healthy, she's got money. (laughs) (laughs) I'm concerned for Nolene's mental state, but I will take her to the psychiatrist after this. (laughs) Okay, his wife, so Patrizia, was recklessly spending money, okay, and he had less and less time for his family, okay? Okay, wait, define recklessly. I don't know, that's what the... Patricia, I'm on your side here. I can't believe they're saying this about you. <laughs> <laughs> she killed her husband. And she's just... Um, okay. Okay. Um, she also hated the way he was managing the company. Soon Maurizio had had enough, so he packed his bags and never came back. Coward. Yeah, kind of just went on a 
business trip and never came back home. What stupidity. You tell your daughters, daddy's going on a business trip. Then you don't come back. You don't come back. Under Maurizio's poor leadership, the company started losing millions. And after 66 years as a family-owned business, he was forced to sell the company to InvestCorp. Okay, the brand was saved by American designer Tom Ford. I love Tom Ford. Yes, go Tom Ford. And his creative directory saved the fashion house. Okay, he turned the brand back into the definition of opulence and luxury. And the family-owned business was no more. That's quite sad, though. Like think about it like it was a family owned business and now you screwed it up yeah you disappointment of a grandchild exactly yeah what do you do now you did because now yeah took you out what were you doing Mm? you know i i mean no but like what is he you know he's walking out on his marriage he's he's cheating on her he's he's destroying the company you know what maybe i am on patricia's side here I'm buying a gun already and I'm trying to find you because like, what are you doing to Gucci? Can I tell you though, there was one, <laughs> there was once I walked up on a conversation at school. I don't know what was happening in this conversation. And they were talking about if they're to murder their husbands and they look at me, they go, you're our alibi. I was like, sorry, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> and then it kind of just like became a joke that yeah. I was the alibi. Shame. I'd, I'd help you. Yeah. And but I would, and I would alibi you. Yeah. I was not alive, though. Yeah, but I was there even though I wasn't alive. I was with you. In, 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 um, in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so, now we're going to get to the lovely, juicy part of the murder of Maurizio Gucci. So... Obviously, we said Maurizio had fallen in love with Patrizia at first sight. However, Patrizia had said that she thought he was a loser because he had showed up in a small car. Okay, like she did from the beginning just say that I liked money. Like, she wasn't like not even, like, you know? Yeah. I can't defend you But also, if you are a Gucci, why are you in a small car? Yeah. (laughs) Actually, what's happening, Maurizio? What are you doing? Maybe he was still working in in the the package room. The package room of his dad's company. And obviously, his dad was like, you're going to work your way up. Listen, so... She married him, so she, there must have been some connection there. I'm sure he was like, look, I'm going to own this Gucci. one day. And she <laughs> was like, oh, small car, but it's fine. <laughs> you know what? She's the heir. It's, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if she put the idea in his head to be the sole heir. Yeah, like no. the sole person. I'm sure she was like, just make up with your dad so he can leave just you the company. Just do it. <laughs> okay. However, she was actually never accepted by the Gucci family. Okay. The couple separated in 1985 because not only had Maurizio abandoned them, but he had began to settle down with a younger woman named Paula Frankie. Sorry, Shame Paula. On you, Paula Frankie. What are you doing? Like, do you not know another this woman's husband? What disgusting. You know, p- the women that have affairs with married men, I think they are the lowest of the low. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Was he divorced? No. Did he show you the Why papers? Why are you there? Stupid people. <laughs> Makes me, they make me so <laughs> angry. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> okay. Um, as well, at this time, okay, their daughters also lost their status and claims to heiresses of the family. That's a big deal. Yeah, that is sad. Which actually I think is wrong on his part because they were still his blood. Even though he had divorced... Um, Patricia, he should have at least still wanted to look after his own children. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like yeah. to unname he them just, heiresses. Like, threw them away. Like that's, that's disgusting. Maurizio, what are you doing? Okay. Um, now, 
Now you can understand why Patricia is um, angry. Because I'm angry already Me, I'm on her angry, behalf. Okay. Um, and she she let the world know how she felt. Hey, she she went on interviews and she exposed Maurizio. Like she yeah, was she not did. afraid her to spill the tea. Very ruthless. She was there, like, ah, sorry, he was doing X, Y, and Z, and this, this, and that. Okay. Um, in 1992, however, Patricia was um, diagnosed with a brain tumor. And she felt that she received no support from Maurizio during her operation and her recovery. And that kind of put her over the edge. She was like, how dare you? But how do you... How do you get put over the edge with that if you don't love the person? Is what I was trying to say in the beginning. So oh. understand my heart. So she literally, like, because if no, I don't but, care but about people, you, I don't people, care whether you support no, but people, me or not. It was said that she'd been wanting him dead for a while. For a while. She was telling this, a lot of people. You know the, the last straw on the yeah. camel that broke the camel's back? This was, um. so you literally didn't even send f- flowers. Can I ask a random question? Of course. Has, like... Enough straw actually broken a camel's back. Like, where does this saying come from? Like, d- I like, don't. That's besides know, you the listen, point. You know, the English language has those <laughs> idioms that yeah. you sit there and you're like, what <laughs> on the earth is that? Oh, this is what. <laughs> that's actually a. Do camels carry straw? Yeah, and how does do it break they, their no, back? Wait, how do camels carry straw if, if they have got a hump? hump? Wait, exactly. Wait, wait. So who, what's happening here? Who made this say? That's besides the point. This lady wants to kill her English, husband. English, just come <laughs> and explain yourself quickly before we move on. No, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe you just asked that. <laughs> okay. And you now the thing was, the thought of Maurizio's death actually became a p- p- like an obsession for her. Yeah. Okay. She had, I mean, I remember she she asked cleaners, she asked lawyers, she was asking everyone, how am I doing this? How am I killing my husband? But how do you ask your cleaner? Like, That's while also, she's mopping the floor, hey, how would I kill Maurizio? How would you kill your husband you if know, you had to? I want to kill him. How oh, do my I? word. You, this is reminding me. Have you ever um, heard of the Six Mary Murderesses? No. So it's a song... Um, from the musical Chicago and it's these six women because um, the main character ends up in pr- prison for killing her husband yeah. and in this prison she meets six other women who all killed their husbands and oh, they and oh my word and each verse of the song is them explaining why they did it and then the chorus goes he had it coming he had it coming he only had himself to blame and then it was a murder but not a cry it's such a brilliant song because you see these women and you can see how they've been pushed to the edge to commit these cold-blooded act. Okay, she's starting to scare me just a little bit here. With, with <coughs> this is the... I'm just saying this is Patricia. <laughs> no, it is. She She should she write could, a she verse. She could be in please, the Mary Murder. Please write your verse and, and, and submit just it to... Just add it there. I mean, there's already a Hungarian verse. You can add your Italian. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> okay. But this is when... She got into contact, or her best, well, her closest friend, we're going to call her her best friend. <laughs> Pina, you can say the surname, because I've, yeah, I don't know what that says. I was about to say Pina Colada. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what is that? Pina Orima. Whatever, we're just going to call her Pina, okay? Pina, yeah. So she it's moved Pina, in, yeah. because apparently she was helping um, Patrizia with like a book or something, and like, now Patrizia's alone. And one night... Pina got in contact with um, Ivano Savioni, a doorman at a sketchy hotel. And she explained to him 
what they needed to get done. And he said, okay, cool. I just need a down payment. And they paid. And he then contacted Bernardo. That one. Serralo. Yes. The hitman. Oops. You know what? He didn't look it's like much one of a hitman. I'm so but sorry. But can I tell you though? It's one thing to kill your husband. It is another whole thing to actually hire someone. Yeah. Like imagine you actually put money. Yeah. To <laughs> like if I kill she you. She wanted him to And on the March 27th, 1995, the hitman wearing a denim jacket in a baseball cap followed Maurizio into his office building and shot him three times in the back and once in the head. I'm kind of disappointed by this hitman's dress code. Yo, where's the all black? Be serious if you're going to be a hitman. Ugh. Okay, the hitman then shot the building's doorman before jumping in the getaway car and disappearing. Paula, frankly, was adamant that Patrizia had something to do with the assassination. Okay, as the day after the murder, Paula uh, Paula was evicted from their home. (laughs) And less than three (laughs) hours later, Patrizia and the daughters moved back in. You know, you have the confidence and the audacity. Oh my God. (laughs) We're not not even three hours after your husband's death yeah they just you like, are sorry, moving get out. back into his house <laughs> that is hectic i'm sorry that is wow okay patricia was named the black widow by the media but there were obviously other suspects um however the investigation came up empty-handed and they could not connect patricia to the crime and the case went cold for two years it but now we stayed go- cold but snitches but we are sorry if we are what <laughs> but we're gonna jump ahead in time to two years so that we can Tell you how the story ends. Okay. So, Patricia has been living comfortably Mm. for two years. Okay. Professing her Mm. innocence. Mm. Except on the 9th of January, 1997. The chief of police were told by a, like an informant or witness or whatever, that Ivano Savioni was going around bragging about his involvement in the Gucci murder. They should have killed him too. What are you doing? Stupid. I'm sorry. They left up. They left too many loose ends if you ask me. Like, if you're going to hire someone, make sure they're going to keep their mouth shut if yeah. you're going to keep them alive. Okay? The police began investigating him and they eventually got his confession on tape. On January the 31st, 1997, the police showed up at Patricia's doorstep and arrested her. Or should we say Maurizio's doorstep? Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Because it wasn't her house. That is so funny. Okay. They also arrested her friend Pina for organizing the hitman. Um, and they also obviously arrested the getaway driver and Bennett. Bennett what did you say his name was? Ben- Benedetto. That one. Okay, because obviously he was the hitman. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, hello. Okay. During their trial, however, Patrizia claimed that Pina had organized the whole thing and that she was being blackmailed into doing it. What in... Why? Why would Pina want your husband dead? And Please what explain. blackmail do what they blackmail? use over you to kill your husband? You know this is... No, Stop well, it. You're no still stupid. Patrizia, I'm on your <laughs> side, but come on. If you're going like, to... Better excuses here. Okay. Um... Pina got sentenced to 25 years. Ivano got sentenced to 26. The getaway driver got 29. The hitman received a life sentence and Patrizia got 29 years. However, Patrizia pleaded mental illness instability because of her brain tumor. She said that it had altered her behavior and her personality. Therefore, her conviction should be overturned. However, it was not because they were like, uh, no, yeah. um, not happening. She was released on October 20. 2016 after serving 18 years so she obviously got parole okay however her daughters refused to pay her her divorce settlement and her friendship with pina was over 
<clears throat> do you forgive your mum? I had no. Can I tell you? Yeah. My grade four history teacher was murdered by her husband Hick-tick. because he had started an affair. Hick-tick. And then he tried to make it look like a suicide, but then eventually confessed. So the daughters ultimately, they shared they had three daughters, lost their mom, and then the dad was sentenced to prison. Do you forgive your father? Well, I think in this case, it's a bit different because first of all, he left her alone to struggle. Okay, yeah. Second of all, he moved them out of the house and moved yeah. his stupid little girlfriend they, into and the and house. And they took away their, their, their inheritance and their heiress status. Everything yeah. was gone. Like, what do you want this lady to do? She's like battling now with mm. all of you on her own. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to play you a piece of her interview. It is in Italian, but I will read the transcript after it's... Done playing. Mio discorso era io stavo proteggendo le mie figlie. Io ho un difetto, non riesco a mirare giuste e quindi non me lo potevo fare da sola. Avrei dovuto trovare una questa squadra Bassotti che me l'hanno fatto. Cioè Pina, lei aveva parlato con me. E se io facessi ammazzare tuo marito e io gli avevo detto "Guarda, Quando vuoi. Non, non avrei mai pensato che Pina riuscisse a mettere insieme questo gruppo di non so, uh, per ammazzare Maurizio. Io non pensavo che mi avrebbero beccato. So let me read you the transcript. It says, my thought was, I am protecting my daughters. I have a shortcoming. I can't aim straight, so I can't do it myself. I had to find the right people who would do it for me, which was Pina. She talked to me. What if I had Maurizio killed? And I told her, be my guest. I never thought Pina would be able to put together a group of, I don't know, to kill Maurizio. I didn't think they'd catch me. Um, she's still blaming Pina. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but to be fair, she did ask Pina to organize it. Yeah. But Pina was like, what if we have him killed? That's what she said. So now she's still blaming Pina. You wanted him killed. So oh, now she's it. like, Pina was listening to her problems. And no, she but goes, I, mean, just I, do, I do understand where she's coming from. I mean, the man completely. No, he messed up. He messed up. Doesn't justify murder, please. We are not justifying no, murder. We're not. Don't go kill your husbands, please. Please don't. Because then you're going to play back this tape and be like, they told me to do it. Okay. And then we're going to go to jail. But I mean, you can understand, like, if you look at her from her mindset. Yeah. Especially after just coming through this, like, like she had been the brain surgery and stuff. I can imagine yeah. why she was. Yeah. But I mean, I thought it was quite a cool story. It was um, quite a cool story. I was surprised because I remember Versace was killed and Gucci. I was like, my word, maybe yeah. we should just not get into fashion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah be just a, a death trap. Like, <laughs> so, yes, there is the movie coming out. I don't think it's been released yet. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know the release date, but if you are interested. I'm watching the movie. I think I want to watch it. Um, the trailer looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, I'm quite excited for it. And you know what? I, we love a good scandalous story. Ooh. Femi Fatale, you know, uh-huh. right there. So, yes, but that is the story of the House of Gucci. We hope you enjoyed. And yes. we will see you next time. But for this week, no mourners. No funerals.
Join the Active FM show. Well, then catch us on Instagram at Active FM 777. Twitter and Gab at Active FM. Facebook at Active FM forward slash 777. As well as YouTube at Active FM. And our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop. Don't hesitate. Find, follow and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out. Active FM Radio has never been better.